Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Okay, so a lot of information going on this week. A lot, lot, lot. New York, there's disturbances in the force. In New Jersey, we had our Siegel and Coons case before Judge Bum on Friday. But let's do a New York update right now. Have no fear, uh, our friends and family across the border in New York. There's five, well, excuse me, one, two, three, four, yes, five cases against the state and city of New York carry cases. All five cases are going to be heard at the Second Circuit Court of Appeals tomorrow, Monday, the 20th. Okay, Uh, this was after the Supreme Court nudged the Second Circuit and said shit or get off the proverbial pot Mm. because you haven't issued a TRO or anything. You haven't granted any relief. You haven't granted any court dates. And three days later, the uh, the uh, Second Circuit came out and said, okay, we're going to hear all these cases in a month, give everybody time to write their briefs. So, But here's the problem. So it's a three-judge panel. So here's the bad news. The three-judge panel, we have an Obama, an, Ab- an Biden appointee, and a, G- a George W. Bush appointee. So I don't know if oh. it's going to go our way, but here's the, here's the deal. It doesn't matter because it's really just a short stop right to the Supreme Court. Yeah. The the next stop after the Second Circuit Court of Appeals is to go before the U.S. Supreme Court. And we know the Supreme Court is watching the Second Circuit at this moment right now. So, you know, we have the balancing tests and everything. So here's a good part for us. This is I, I look at it as good news, Sandy. It will be interesting to see how a panel of two liberal and one conservative judges at the circuit court level rule post-Bruin. This is going to be an important test. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Because uh, at this point, if we look at it at, at, you know, prima facie, it is three to zero, let's say, right? Correct. A Bush appointee, an Obama appointee, and a Biden appointee, they're not going to really... So I want to see if they're going to follow Mm. the post-Bruin doctrine set out by Scalia. I'm Scalia. Wow. Thomas and Alito. Or just thumb their nose. Yeah. I I want to see how much they're going to stretch intermediate scrutiny here. Yeah. Right. And you know, if they, they know if they go too far the Supreme Court's going to take it and the Supreme Court's going to overturn them and make it far worse. So they're in a very precarious position, Mm -hmm. right? If they go 50-50, they're playing that maybe the Supreme Court won't pick this case up, one of these four or five cases right away, right? But if they go all out lib, I think the Supreme Court is going to take it right away. So this is going to be a very interesting balance. It's going to be interesting to read the transcripts on the questioning by the judges, you know, post Bruin, how they're you know how they're interpreting Bruin, Catano, and uh, and uh, McDonald and Heller. It's going to be very interesting. So please keep your eyes out uh, for for this. We'll be talking more about it next week. Obviously, there won't be a ruling in a week, but it's going to be very interesting to see. Now, our case was heard on Friday at 10 a.m. and it was David Jensen for FPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS, SAF. 
and it was Daniel Schmutter for NRA and ANGRPC. So they were all represented. Now, this was for um, our temporary um, injunction to a temporary restraining order to go with a uh, permanent injunction while the case proceeds. And the case can take years because we're going to be arguing permit fees and licensing and everything. But this was really to codify where are sensitive places, where are not sensitive places, uh, what is brandishing a gun, how is it defined by the law and everything. And on the state side, there was uh, two females, Angela Kai and another female from the AG office. And then there was this gentleman who was representing uh, Skatari and Coughlin. And the original lawyer for Skatari and Coughlin couldn't make it. And two days before the court, he asked uh, Judge Bum if he could zoom in. And she said, no. <laughs> you guys asked for a fast track. I, I allowed you guys to have testimony when you weren't supposed to as legislators. And now you want to hoodwink me? The so they, they found another guy who was a stand-in for, um, what's his name, in My Cousin Vinny. Oh, no way. The guy who oh, stuttered? He, no, no, no. For uh, Joe Pesci. For Joe Pesci. Oh, really? Yeah, this this guy was like, you know, Your Honor. You know how it works, Your Honor. <laughs> you, you know how it works, Your Honor. You know how, and she's like, oh. uh, no, I don't. Please define it for me. You know, Ayana, as long as, we're both, as long as we get paid, you know, you know, like he was like that type of guy. <laughs> not a two just wonder what might be. Not a two a fucking lawyer. Mm -hmm. uh, he sounded like he was like a, maybe a, a personal injury attorney. Yeah, probably an ambulance chaser from somewhere. Uh, and she, him, and her, they went back and forth to town. She's like. You're not saying that guns are only for killing. Well, yeah, what else are they for? She goes, they're not for self-defense? Well, I, gu I guess you could say that. I, but, uh, uh, really? Yeah, they're yeah. only for killing? Yeah, they're <laughs> only for killing. Well, you know, you got this gun and this thing. He, he's trying. You, you pointed at somebody. It's only, it's only for, 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 for shooting somebody. You, you know what I mean? Oh. And, you know, every, my people, they wrote good briefs, and you see the hard work, the AG's offices, every, you got to take that into account, you know, Your Honor? You got to take that into account. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do we have any kind of recording of this? Uh, yeah, we, we all heard it. There was hundreds, if not thousands, of people called in. Each group was limited to 500 people, and then you went to another call group. They Somebody got permission, and they posted it online, and we were all allowed to. I listened for four hours and 33 minutes today. Oh, my God. Do we, yeah. have, we have any audio? I'll, I'll get I'll get audio. for uh, you got to hear. Anybody have audio of that last lawyer? We need yeah, that we need, audio. Yeah, just him. Just him. Whatever you got. Just him, please. please. Well, him with the exchanges with Judge Bump. <laughs> yeah. Right. Definitely. That's all we need. Yeah, that's all we need. We could print a great montage of that. That would you know, be wonderful. And then uh, Judge Bum asked the, the AG's office, can you define unjustifiable, unjustifiable display of a gun? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were like, well, if you display your gun outside your holster, not for self-defense. I'm like, laugh out loud. It's like, what, what a trap. You know, because the law says the gun must be in the holster, in a sheath, needs to retain the gun, cover the main body of the gun, and the trigger has to be covered. What about women? What if women want to carry in a purse? What if a woman jo a jogger wants to carry right. in a fanny pack? Right. So now she's got to carry a fanny pack and a purse with a trigger cover on it and everything. Yeah. But what is an unjustifiable display? And the judge was like, so if someone has an unjustifiable display of a gun... You know, is that a felony? Well, yeah. So, but who 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 decides if that's a felony? Right. Like because the the law was written so ambiguous, no yeah. one can ever, ever. But it's all we know. It's all done on purpose to scare us from ever carrying a gun. Of course. That's why they do that, right? So, 
they went through that. And then, uh, you know, Judge Bum was like, you know, we're arguing fees here. They were arguing the fee schedule with Dan and everybody. And Judge Bum is like, you know, but you're 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 arguing to have a fee to exercise the Second Amendment right. Like, I kind of felt she didn't feel any fee was appropriate, yeah. whether it was $200 application or $50 application fee or anything, you know, especially since now 26 states have constitutional carry. Right. So bef- before I forget, they didn't get to finish. They went four and a half hours. So Judge Bum says, you know, we're all tired and blah, 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 blah. So she gave everybody until uh, Monday the 27th to submit 10 pages each. Like continue their arguments for both sides, <laughs> it's like and then she would review assignment. it. Yeah, basically ten ten pages each, and no, one can't submit earlier than the other. They both submit them the same time, ten pages each, and then she'll take it in into consideration because there were certain things that weren't covered. But I could see Judge Bump wasn't digging the fee. That's good. Now. The state's attorney was talking about uh, insurance, and she's like, you know, other states have insurance, and there's this company in New Jersey, Prime Insurance, and they'll give you insurance for, uh, you oh, know, like for accidental discharge. In that. Yeah, Prime Insurance is bad. Yeah, you know about them, right? No, I don't. Oh. But you just know if this asshole brings it up that yeah. somebody's in somebody's pocket. It's Jersey. Yeah. So basically... Um, you know, the state is like, well, the insurance was intended to only cover accidental discharges, not a self-defense shooting, which could be a criminal charge or something. What does it say that in the law that we need insurance for accidental discharges? Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't say it anywhere. OK, so, uh, you know, it, it went back and forth. And I got to tell you, uh, a couple of guys, I'm not going to use their names because I didn't ask them permission yet. They created a. Uh, a Twitter handle and a web page. John Petrolino already started writing for them. It's called News Number Two, Letter A Team. News Two A Team, and they they two of them Twitter feed it the entire hearing uh, for four and a half hours, wow. and uh, you know everybody was following it. I was listening to the show uh, to the show to the uh, court case. If I was to follow them and listen to the court case at the same time. I wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be able to absorb everything because I'm 62 years old and I'm easily distracted. Oh, wait, is that a fly on the wall? <laughs> so, <laughs> so David Jensen opened up and they were going over sensitive places, trying to clearly define sensitive places. He went through the whole thing for about a half hour, 40 minutes, and then Dan Schmutter came up and right away the judge warned him that he's to need needs to speak slowly. He's <laughs> <laughs> used to him, right? Yeah. Correct. We're all used and, to Dan, but we understand Dan. Yeah, and Dan opens with, the main point Bruin makes is government function should never be coerced by threats to security. Oh. All right? That was a great opening, you Dan. If you, I know Dan listens to the show every week. I, I, I talked to Dan before, and I talked to Dan on his ride home. He stopped at Wawa for a sandwich. None of you schlubs down there in Camden could have brought him to Donkey's Place yeah, for, right. for a proper cheesesteak. Right, exactly. Uh, unbelievable. Kind of Wawa. What the hell is that? Correct. That's not right. So, That's not a way to treat a, a one of ours. Come and on. then Dan talked about, and by the way, these are the tweets from uh, News 2A, by the way. Schmutter said, any argument that anti-2A officials make against guns is, on its face, interest balancing. And Bruin has struck all of this down. They can't make these arguments anymore. They can't right. make them. Right. Okay. And uh, so they went back and forth. They were talking about standing. and But Judge Bum, you know, she's like, the, the role of the court is not to rewrite legislation. 
You, you, you know what I mean? Right. And, and because the legislation was so sloppily written, and the judge brought this up quite a few times, that the legislature would rush this through. And Angela Tai tried to save it by coming up with ideas about how it, no, it makes sense, because you've got to think about it this way or that way or oh, whatever, yeah. where yeah. it's not black and yeah. white. You know, she's no like, common so, sense. so who makes that decision, a right. judge or a law enforcement officer? Right. Or both. Or a legislator. Yes, or, or, or all three, right. And especially when they conflict, and they always conflict. There was another twist here. The judge seems to think, and we're going to get more of this from Dan and everybody, that anybody who, the way the law was written, anybody who applied for their permit before the new law came out, December 22nd mm -hmm. of 2022, when you renew your permit, if you were granted a permit before December 22nd, 22. You follow the old rules that you oh got your my permit God. under. Are you serious? Yeah, they wrote. So you it, have they, to get then approved by the judge who was restricted. These judges are yeah, losing so their now freaking shit. So the legislature, shit. the legislature is going to have to jump in and fix this. Oh my because God! Because even the state, when they came up, the AG's office, they seemed confused. This throws a big. We're not confused enough here between me, Phoebe, Matt, <laughs> and my entire staff with the millions of questions on how to add a gun, how to renew, how to right, run initial. Right. Now we're going to have to handle this. Yeah, exactly. Because our legislature, they're lazy, they're sloppy. And need I say, stupid. All of you down in yeah, Trenton, just stupid. Dumb, okay? as a, dumb as a box of freaking rocks. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. That, you know, the, everybody the, whose name is on this bill that became a law, dumb. I'm going to tell you right now. Do your job. That's what you have lawyers down there for. Oh, my God. No, oh, and it's just, it is just so appropriate. You know, we, we used to have a saying years ago in the service, you know, shit floats, right? The... The worst of the worst make it to the top, and there is no better example of that than New Jersey politics. Yes. Dan was like, you know, so arguing the state's idea of sensitive places is any place that's crowded. And Dan's like, you can't argue that every crowded place is a sensitive place. <laughs> Especially in the most populous state in the country. Seriously? Where? The, the middle of the Pine Barrens, four square feet, like we talked about all the time? And then, and then this was important, because Dan is arguing that the police chief should not be able to make the decision under the law and public safety clause. Right. And the judge was like, but don't you think the, 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 uh, the police chief should have that? Dan's like, no. No. That's not how the majority of states do it. The legislature passes a law and says to get a carry permit, you have to pass this criteria. Right. As long as you pass that criteria, right. when you submit it to the police chief, it should just be issued. Right. The police chief should not have another stopgap that overrides the law right. because maybe he doesn't like you or right. he didn't like your brother growing up or something. Right. Exactly. Especially in small towns. Correct. You know, acts or statements or social media posts could be a disqualifier. No. No. No, there shouldn't be. So the legislature should pass the law and say, listen, if you if you have no violent felonies, if you have no this, if you have no mental health, if you're not taking this, you're not on that, you can apply for your carry permit. I mean, I prefer constitutional carry, but we're, we're this close, right? right? We're this close. So right. let's leave it this close, right? So... They went back and forth on that, and I think Dan did a good job of educating the, the judge with that because I'm seeing it now. Every police department is handling it differently, and a lot of people are emailing me that their police departments are doing a spectacular job, and 
if I get time today, I'll shout some of those towns out. But we still have 30, 40, 50 towns out there that are treating your law-abiding, taxpaying citizens like shit because it's a learned thing. They see the way the federal government treats us, the state government treats us, the county government treats us, the local government treats us the same way. Yes, exactly right. right. And we're not done. We're not fed up with it yet, which no, I no, can't understand. No, I don't. Well, I can't understand a lot of things the citizens of New Jersey do. But because it's always, always been like this. It is, it is, we've said it so many times, whether it's Stockholm Syndrome or whatever condition causes people in the state of New Jersey to immediately roll over and play dead. Anytime the government wants to take a slice, even a tiny slice of their freedom away, they always say, oh, well, you know, we've we got to have gun laws, got to have gun laws. And then the same thing. How many gun clubs have we visited and, and, and memberships we've belonged to over the years? When you get the FUDs who come out and say, you know, things like, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, those assault weapons, they've got to be banned. You know, there's got to be a law somewhere. You know, there's got to be some regulation somewhere. Or you, people just can't be, uh, uh, you know, you, you need universal background checks. You just can't be giving everybody Yeah, a universal yeah. background checks. Yeah, perfect. Here's a great one. Judge Bum almost got Kai, but Kai was prepared. She wrote, uh, Judge Bum said to uh, Kai, most of the historical evidence you're citing comes from southern states. Is that relevant? So you know what she was trying to do because yeah. it was all racist laws. Yeah. It's all black yeah. codes yeah. and everything, you know, Jim Crow laws. Yeah. And Kai was like, she edged around the racism laws that prevented freed slaves from owning guns and says they were found to be unconstitutional. That was written by New Jersey uh, 2A. That's their words, by the way. But it was good to hear her dancing, trying to dance around that. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because we know all, those, all the laws that they're, they're, they're citing are from southern states because we didn't allow those people to carry the gun. Right. And all of you listen to the show. You're now those people. Exactly. Whether you're black, white, green, blue, Muslim, Catholic, exactly right. Protestant, we are matter. all those people now. How do you feel about that? It doesn't matter. And you know what's interesting, too, is all those southern states that many years ago uh, started the Jim Crow gun banning laws, most, if not all of them, are constitutional carry states now, including the state of Alabama. Yep. Isn't yep. that interesting? Yet, the state of New Jersey can still consistently passes Jim Crow, we don't want them folks to have guns, laws. Correct. And then and News 2A wrote that Kai was not understanding that any analogies from 1868 can only be used to confirm prior precedent, but not to counteract. Mm. And Mark Smith to a scholar from Four Boxes Diner, he wrote, correct, the meaning and scope of the entire Bill of Rights, including the Second Amendment, is set in 1791. Right. Late 19th century legal precedent may be relevant, but only as a confirmatory analytic. Kavanaugh dissent in Heller 2 does great job explaining that this is true and why. And, and, and Bruin, Thomas made it clear, 1791, baby. Right. 1791. Right. We don't want to hear any shit, okay? So I want to thank Mark Smith uh, from Four Boxes Diner and, again, uh, uh, News and uh, News 2A, News 2, News 2A team. 
on Twitter, and I'll be posting and reposting their stuff everywhere pretty soon. But um, so it was a great educational thing, and of course, Bum went on and on and on, and they were talking about airports if they're privately owned or publicly owned, and oh, can you check man. a gun? There was a lot of misunderstanding. You can tell that the uh, the Jersey team of uh, the Attorney General's office, they really need to learn the laws. They really need to learn how it goes. They, for, they should just grit their teeth for one day and spend a day on the other side learning from us. I would sit down with them. I would sit down with them and explain a day in the life of applying for a permit and traveling with a gun and going to a range and, and, and everything and driving with a gun. And you know what? They could write a law that would be more easy to defend and would be less, less obtrusive on us. But they don't, Ant, because no, I know. how many times have you said it? it is not the gun they hate, it is us they hate. And they are not going to do anything. They are so blinded by their own hatred that the, and, and hubris that they feel they are right. They are the only ones that are right. And it's not, it, it's, a, it's a systemic problem among bureaucrats which is why the government is way too freaking big the government is in a position now where it controls us and we do not control it unbelievable you're right though the government is this huge labyrinth listen we've all gone to motor vehicles to the post office yeah, right that's right or stood oh. in line at a public health clinic somewhere, and, 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 it, and it's all the same. And the state continued to argue that we can, we should have a special class of elites like judges and prosecutors and, and attorney generals and stuff, <laughs> where they could pretty much carry everywhere. Yeah, that we can't carry. <laughs> yeah, and Dan Schmutter was having none of that. <laughs> That's you know? I love Dan. Yeah, he did. He did. A, he did a phenomenal job. I could listen to Dan argue a case all day long. What else? I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm reading through the tweets here. Uh, yeah, then we go to the fees and, you know, with inflation, the fees are normal, but that's bullshit. There should be no fees. What are right. the fees again right. to exercise the First Amendment? Yeah. What are the yeah. What are the fees what, to go what, out and buy a Bible? Fees? Do you have to pay uh, anything like that or a newspaper? Is there a special fee, a special tax that you have to pay? Is there is there a mother may I slip to buy a co copy of the Koran? I don't um, am I missing something here? You know, the way we treat victims like criminals and criminals yeah. like victims yes. in this state yes, now, yes, yes. with them talking about us having insurance in case we shoot somebody <laughs> by accident or something, Cause we're that's idiots. one in a million that that's going to happen. Yeah. Meanwhile, every day, criminals victimize people and the victims get victimized again by our system. Yes. You're right. You okay. go to defend yourself. It's getting like Britain, for Christ's sakes, to, to the point that where you go to defend yourself and right away you're the bad guy and the tables are turned and the, and the, and the piece of garbage who tried to harm, kill, destroy your family uh, becomes now the victim if you do anything to uh, injure the poor man who broke into your home. Correct. Yeah, so the lawyer, college or whatever, wrote, uh, guns only have two functions, to kill or injure. And Bum said, you forgot about the right to self-defense. <laughs> Which is what the Second Amendment really bases itself on now, isn't it? The right for us <laughs> to defend ourselves against tyranny and scumbags. So um, Judge Bum said to uh, Father Guido Sarducci, <laughs> it's, in, it's, 
It's important to the conversation about the words we use. Do guns kill? Yes. Do guns give a person the right to self-defense? Yes. Okay? She's trying to learn them. You know, but he's like, hey, as long as we get paid, you know, yeah, I don't care. I got a date tonight with Adrian. Um, hey, yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. And, uh, you know, she gave she gave the state uh, shit because Skateri and Coughlin used this uh, study by Johns Hopkins University. And Johns Hopkins, by the way, is pretty much owned by Bloomberg. Oh, absolutely. Uh, sure. And uh, this study was uh, about per- a permitless carry system and judge bum said it had nothing to do with new jersey but they 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 were hinging everything on this study and the lawyer was like hey, we could agree to disagree and she's like no no the study <laughs> with the study has Who nothing to do in court with <laughs> guido sarducci we could this agree is, to disagree this is not a conversation in a bar yeah we could agree to, to disagree <laughs> what the hell is that where did he go to harry's law school what yeah, she was she was giving him shit for the type of comments he was oh making my god who what is this clown's name i have uh, to look him up k-o-l-o-g-i k-o-l-o-g-i i don't know his, his first name k-o-l-o-g-i but. yeah hey oh yeah oh hey hey you know <laughs> when do we get paid yeah, the judge, other guy couldn't judge, make it <laughs> This is great. I was supposed to go today to get my sideburns trimmed and my <laughs> pinky ring fitted. <laughs> hey, Judge, is it going to take all day? I, hey, yeah. look, I got shit to do. I can't be here all day. I got to be the doctor. I got a penicillin <laughs> shot at 4 o'clock. Oh. I don't want to say any more, but oh. You know, and so the night true. before. God. Oh, the night man. before, two days before, Dan, March 10th, uh, a week before Dan sent a letter to the judge because they found uh, emails between the state and the Atlantic City Gaming Commission. It wasn't coercion, but the uh, state was basically asking the Gaming Commission what they were going to do about carry in the casino. <laughs> And uh, like a day or two later, the casinos all banded together and banned oh. carrying the casinos. Oh, but there was no collusion. There was no, no coercion. No, no, no. It was just a It was a question. We asked a question. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm used to those you know, kinds of emails. Yeah. Written we're from not supposed to. So uh, tell me what you're thinking about this. Uh-huh. And none other than uh, Gun for Hire alumni and 2A heavy hitter Kenneth Armilio was the one who he filed a FOPA request and he got copies of the emails. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and we've been bailing Atlantic City out for the past 40 right. years, but they're a private business. Exactly. And, that's completely uh, funded by taxpayer dollars. In a city where they're, what is it, a two murder a week city? I mean, come on. At Al- least. Atlantic City, yeah, the ones that are reported. That's. <laughs> At least. So Dan uh, Dan dropped that hammer, and the state didn't like that. Kai, you know, so they kind of took offense that Dan was trying to, you know, allude to the fact that the, God forbid, the state would, you know, put pressure mm. yeah. on, um, you know, the, the Atlantic City casinos. Right. Yeah, and, since uh, they, they hold them by the short know, hairs. Since Discover Card uh, was going to start tracking firearm sales, because of so much pressure, a bunch of attorney generals and pressure from cardholders, all the credit card companies reversed it. Uh, so American Express, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, they are not going to be tracking firearm sales. Uh, our On attorney general, Plankton, Plankton, 
they uh, he came out and said that he's he's impl imploring all the credit card companies to track firearm sales because it's going to lower gun violence. Oh yeah, I don't because, know how. Yeah, because every time MS thirteen members go out, they you know to buy firearms for illegal purposes, they always use their American Express black card. Correct. Of so they do. I got an article. You want to talk about extortion? I get an article. How much time do we have? We are uh, about halfway there, so we can uh, talk about the take story. Take a break because I got to go. Take a break. All right. We'll take I a break. I got a right life now. one. All right. We'll be right back after this. Uh. Uh. Diane Pruitt, founder, Guiding Reigns Equine Assisted Therapy for Veterans, First Responders, and their families. Another incredible activity that we've done. We had them work in teams um, where they had to get the horses through the obstacles. No lead line, no touching, uh, but had them carry what we called a bucket of burdens. And we actually had them write on a sticker two goals and two burdens, you know, of each team member. And the goal, the only stipulation was that you could never set that bucket down and that you needed to exchange the bucket. Once you completed an obstacle, then I would hand it off to you. And we had like four obstacles. And so I observed and we watched this team go through this whole process. And one uh, it was a female veteran. She never let that bucket go. And once they completed an obstacle, we asked them to, to take a rock or go out and set it down the obstacle. Never unloaded a rock. Finished the whole activity. I asked her how that went. She said, oh, it went great. You know, the horse did everything. And um, yeah, we feel like we really succeeded and we really feel good about it. And uh, she's standing there holding it. And I said, uh, you're still holding that bucket of burdens. And again, it was... She looks down at the bucket and looks at me like I had hit her between the eyes. And it just, again, the tears started to flow. And I said, you carry it all? She said, I sure do. I carried all those dreams, all those goals, and all those burdens, but would not hand it off to somebody else or unload it. That's that magical part I can't explain. You can help keep this life-changing and vital program alive for veterans, first responders, and their caregivers. Won't you please help? 100% of your one-time or recurring tax-deductible contribution goes directly to transforming the life of a deserving, disabled brother or sister in arms. Let's not turn our backs on those who have given themselves to preserving our liberty and rescuing us from harm. Please join me and the scores of other veterans and first responders who are stepping up to help our fallen brothers and sisters. Go to guidingreigns.org. See what they're accomplishing and consider helping us save this program from extinction. Because if it disappears, so does hope for so many families just like yours. Guidingreigns.org. G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot O-R-G. Gun for Hire Radio is brought to you by Marty's V-Burger. Voted best house-made burger by Vegan News Magazine. Go to martysvburger.com. Marty has locations in Manhattan and Queens. And don't forget to mention Gun for Hire for 20% off. We're back now, yes. Okay, let's do some housekeeping. CNJFO. Oh, if you have to hear what I have to put up with in the break. Oh my God! I'm 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 six years old. I'll never be seven. That's true. <laughs> CNJFO. This, this is why we love you. You see. Yes. 
Oh, I have other good news. I what? went to my cardiologist Monday. Yes, I I'm heard. off blood pressure med. I'm off news. statins. I'm yeah. off uh, blood thinners. Pretty good for you. Yes. Okay. And uh, CNJFO DC Project fundraiser is Saturday, July 29th. Tickets are available on sale as well as all donation information. You can go to CNJFO. You can go to DC Project. I don't have the link here because I've been busy listening to the case. Um, Brian Bergen's going to be speaking. Bill Spady is going to be speaking. And, of course, Jay Factor now just signed on as a speaker. It's going to be in Voorhees on July 29th. Save the date. I am going to be the keynote speaker at the North Jersey chapter of the Friends of the NRA dinner at Biagio's in Paramus on October 5th. Go to friendsofnra.org, click on events, find the one in New Jersey, and get your ass there. You hear me, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, everybody should uh, be there. Uh, one, of our, uh, one, of our really, uh, one of my really good friends um, online, uh, his daughter passed away. Oh, a couple of years old and her name was Jayla oh. in uh, in Westchester County and uh, they're doing a, a two week fundraiser where they're raising uh, they're getting these plushy uh, bunnies mm -hmm. and uh, they want people to donate and the website is J-A-Y-L-A-S B-U-N-N-I-E-S dot org Jayla's Bunnies dot org if you click on that, you can just go buy a couple of plush bunnies and uh, ship them out. And they're, they're actually distributing them to kids in the hospital, you know, cancer patients and stuff like that, these uh, plush bunnies. And uh, I just think they're, they're doing God's work. I don't, I don't want, I'm not going to pump too much names and everything. You can go on the website and look yourself, but it's Jayla's, J-A-Y-L-A-S, bunnies.org. You know, support those who support you, please. Uh, I think it's a... A wonderful thing. Of course, uh, we're running the commercial for Marty now and uh, NYTAC Defense. Peter Tillum, if you're in New York, please join NYTACDefense.com. Mention Gun for Hire and get a discount. Uh, Peter is suing the city of New York, too, for delaying people's permits. He's suing the police department. Uh, if you live in 49 other states, U.S. Law Shield. U.S. Law Shield. Mention Gun for Hire, one word, and get your 10% discount. Again, it's not insurance, but it's a legal defense fund uh, that will have you covered. Of course, uh, Decoding Firearms is available online, Kindle, Amazon, and the uh, Gun for Hire uh, store. Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com, over 350 pro businesses, products, and services. I get emails every day. You got a pro 2A doctor. You got a pro 2A psychiatrist. It's on quarantinecrawl.com. I answer everybody, but if you just go to quarantinecrawl.com and click it, you can search by anything and it'll come up. Uh, don't forget, my doctor is Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Optimal Health Wellness NJ is uh, a wonderful uh, organization uh, with a uh, concierge medicine for a couple hundred bucks a month your doctor is one text or call away down in carteret we have lake island rifle and pistol club lake island rifle and pistol club is lakeis.org if you're in scotch plains check out uh, sharon decker at zen float center if you're in monmouth county especially in aberdeen check out my buddy john my friend Vinny at aberdeen guns okay 
Um, we've been working together, helping each other out, get guns and everything else uh, back and forth because we should all support those who support you that are in this game. You need info. You need the form to contact your police chief and your politicians. Everything's on the gunforhire.com website. Click NJCCW permit on the website, and all the information you need is right there, please. So, Sandy, a lawyer had sent me this who has discussed it. The New Jersey Law Journal, which writes for everybody who's a member of the New Jersey Bar Association, mm. hiding behind the editorial board, they never use a name, right? Yeah. Basically veiled threats to Judge Bum on uh, two days before the court case. Oh, my God. So the article was sent to me, and, of course, I shared it far and wide. <laughs> And uh, I sent it to John Petrolino, and John wrote an article for Bearing Arms. And uh, he basically wrote up a beautiful article about it. And uh, they were basically telling her uh, that Bruin was a bad decision. <laughs> and basically she should follow her emotions and rule against uh, us and rule with the state of New Jersey. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine this shit? Yeah. I mean, and these yeah, are lawyers. I can. Yeah. These are these are lawyers. And, uh, you know, there's a lot coming down. But John wrote a great article. And you want to look it up. Uh, it's it's a long article. New Jersey Law Journal begs for judge to ignore SCOTUS. You should all be following Bearing, Bearing Arms anyway. Uh, and he's the pen patriot. We all know that because there's just a ton of information uh, for all of us to share. You know, uh, our president, President Puddenpop, he signs an executive order that would a plan to reduce gun violence. Uh, in 2020, when he was running for president, he said he wasn't big on executive orders because it's a dictatorship. That's when he was knocking uh, Trump. Yeah. But now that he's president, executive orders are good. Okay. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and by executive fiat, this clown is... Uh is making whatever King's rulings he wants to do. Yeah, we don't know what this executive order is going to do. He wants to move us closer to universal background checks. We have a background check. Right. Okay, we already have right. a background check when we get a NICS check. Well, it he got, wants it's, it's, the whole issue is the universal background checks. And the, for those of you who are in favor of universal background checks, you really, really need to understand what the hell we're talking about here. We're talking about private sales from you to your nephew, from you to your son, from tracking every single firearm sale or, and every single firearm from point to point to point to point. And that is akin to registration. That's the beginning of registration. And what do we always say? It's legislation, registration, confiscation, extermination. And that's the way it has been in history forever. Since the beginning of time. Wake the F up. Did you know that the failed Silicon Valley Bank... Two days before they went under, all the managers got bonuses. Yeah, you know and for why they had they had a um, they had a risk manager. You know most banks, uh, you know commercial banks have a a C R O risk management risk, officer. Right, risk management officer. The problem is they were tracking the wrong risks, weren't they? 
instead yeah, of tracking, tracking who's offended. Yeah, who is all about uh, ESG scores. So if your company sucks and is swirling the drain, but you are good for the environment, or you're going to lower the uh, climate risk, or you're good for social uh, justice, then you got your $20 trillion loan or whatever the hell for your solar-powered paperclip or some bullshit like that, which is why the which is why the, the, the the uh, the bank went broke, but I, I could could we could we deviate onto the subject for just a minute? I mean, there's yeah. there's a if you look at it, I mean, how, are are you concerned as I am about this frigging financial train wreck that's barreling down on us right now? Oh, yeah, it's coming. And, I, I'm scared shit. We're going to end up with a government bank. Yes. We're not, all the little banks are going to be gone. All the little We're banks have a central will be gone, bank. And they're all pushing right now for central currency, which means they will be able to control our entire lives. Look at what they did in Canada to the people who uh, dared to fund the truckers who were in Canada. They shut down and confiscated their bank accounts. Well, all of a sudden, if they don't like you buying ammunition, nope, sorry, you can't use uh, cryptocurrency or, or, or federal cryptocurrency to buy ammunition. No, sorry, can't buy it with a gun. Oh, nope, sorry, you can only use, uh, you know, cryptocurrency that are the, the U.S. crypto dollar, not paper dollars anymore. And, or they control your food or they control your health care. Whatever it is, we are able to track. You know, I, you I know, don't. Um, this is really a problem. This bank, this Silicon Valley bank, you know, everybody from Silicon Valley, including Ga- uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, yeah. they all had their money playing around with that. But one of the things that was just uncovered Mark Zuckerberg had a $10 million mortgage through Silicon Valley Bank at 1% interest. <laughs> it's so the just, bank gave him yeah, that because Facebook course. did a lot of, or Meta did a lot of banking through yeah, the bank. That's wonderful. So you and I, we got to go out and get a 7% mortgage no, of course, right. if we want. And if we default, they'll they'll garnish our pay till we die. These rich people, because they lobby it, that's the uniparty has to go, Sam. Yes, absolutely. And this that's is... That's the problem. If you follow these same threads... To every one of our every one of our family out there, if you follow these same threads that Anthony and I have been talking about forever, you'll see the same threads in the banking system, the healthcare yep. system, the food distribution system. It's all there. It is all about them and us. And when the hell are we ever going to do anything about this? It is. It is. We are now being controlled by the oligarchs, and. It's going to get really, really ugly out there. So if if you don't have gold and silver or ammunition or something uh, that you can touch and trade, if you're sitting on cash uh, hoping that things are going to get better, day by day your cash is dwindling. It's becoming worth less and less and less until one day it will be worth less. So you really i don't know i don't know what to say uh, i'm not a banker i'm not an investment advisor i'm not any of that shit uh you know i have a hard enough time spelling i don't even know why jello works to quote Je- uh, jeff foxworthy but um 
I really do think that we are in for one hell of a, a mess. I don't know when. I just know that it is. Yeah. It, listen, we, we talk about the Second Amendment, and we know that the second, without the Second Amendment, there'd be no First Amendment. But there really right. is no First Amendment anymore. No, there really isn't. If, if, if anybody watched anything of the Twitter files that have been released, how they were hiding the COVID info and, you know, ev- just everything, the Russian disinfo with Trump and election info, you know, all the government agencies are communicating with all the social media companies, that, like you said, the oligarchs. And uh, so Matt Taibbi and a few other people, they testified before Congress and the Democrats were referring to them as so-called journalists because they, you know, back back in the day, whistleblowers and people on cover this were considered heroes. Right. Yeah. Now they're considered traitors to the Uniparty. Yeah. Because nobody wants this stuff released. And I just saw the way they were treating these guys and girls who risked it all. To basically just, they're releasing correspondence that hasn't been doctored. It's all true. It's like the Hunter Biden laptop, you know. And no one from the legacy media has come out in their defense. They're all silent. Yeah. Because they're all part of the Uniparty. They're all part of it. We are done. Why do you think they want to take our guns away so bad? Right. Exactly right. Exactly You know what I mean? Remember back in the day... The, the liberals were the champions of privacy rights. Right. They were, pro- they were champions of civil what, rights. Am I not the, right about that? What the hell has happened to that? Remember, don't trust anybody. Don't trust big government. Don't trust anybody over 30. Well, all those old hippies uh, now turn the tables. They are now the government. So now they, oh, government is wonderful. Big government is great. It's just, I don't understand it. I, I you know, I don't understand it. It, it, government is not something to be trusted by idiots. These yes. guys have won Pulitzer prizes. They've gotten books published, New York Times bestsellers, and they're at the podium and they're calling them so-called journalists and traitors to their country because they released all of this information showing how the government, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, uh, all of these organizations, all these alphabet organizations are basically emailing Twitter and going, uh, cancel Anthony Calandro's account. We don't like what he's talking. Right. Okay, no problem, boss. Boom, he's canceled. Who do you want done next? Go cancel this one. Boom, okay, he's done. Yeah, this guy might be Russian disinformation too. They are molding the narrative our elections there's nobody has faith in our elections anymore our media is entirely corrupt our government does not communicate to us properly anymore point me out any other country in the world that taxes the shit out of their people to send that money to the united states Exactly. Is there any other country in the world that taxes the shit out of their people and sends the money to us? No, there, there is not. I can say without ever Googling that fact, there is not. I will repeat this for the millionth time for you new listeners. Let's stop sending money to foreign countries and let them hate us for free. That's right. Now, That's what it boils down to. Now, speaking of uh, sending money to people who hate us for free, I just Googled our buddy Edward Kaloji. And oh. do you know he is owner of the Bacchus Academy of Wine? 
<laughs> is it's, he really? Yes, it's just he's apparently from Brielle, New Jersey, uh, my old stomping ground. A full-time trial attorney, Edward has a passion for wine. He completed the famed Windows on the World Wine School under the renowned wine expert Kevin Zarelli. So maybe uh, Edward here has more experience with wine than he does trial law because he has here apparently a uh, he's a graduate of the Rutgers uh, School of Public Administration, see, and the Delaware Law School. Oh, Joe Biden territory. I guess he. Um, I guess he got his uh, uh, his law degree in the same place that Sloppy Joe did, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, oh, he's he's just a lover of wine here. So maybe he was a little two sheets to the wind when he was in the court. I'm just saying, just saying. Mm. The, the Bacchus Academy of Wine. You, you want to know who rules us? You want to know who rules us? So the mayor of Newark, Ross Baraka, the yeah. city of Newark, it re. A, a country in India, in, around India, reaches out to Newark and says, "We want to be a sister city with you." You know they have sister cities. Yeah. You know, like Naples, Florida, and Naples, Italy. Italy. You know, they're sister cities, right? Yeah. So they, so we're from the uh, from the nation of Kalisa, and we want to be. So Newark invited them. They had this whole pomp and. Uh, you know, like a parade thing at, at City Hall, and they invited them all in and stuff. Paid for it by the... It was a scam. <laughs> it was a scam. There's no nation at all. The guy was a grifter trying to get money and donations from the city. Not one person in the city was smart enough to Google the country of Kalisa or the city of Kalisa. Not one idiot. Right. Exactly. And again, the administration of Ross Moron Baraka, winner of more Gun for Hire Horses Ass Awards than anyone in history. <laughs> it's it's it, it's so crazy. So they got duped uh, and then they find out about it later. Uh, they said no money changed hands. But oh, who knows? bullshit. Are you who kidding knows? me? The whining and dining and whoring that went on, which is so typical <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey politics. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing like what Patterson. I'm going to say I'm the king of Zamunda yeah. from coming to America with Eddie Murphy. I'm going to do like James Earl Jones. I'm going to I'm going to wear a giraffe around me. Uh, Wiper. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The king of Zamunda. That's wonderful. And they'll fall for it. Freaking morons! This is yeah, what there we are pick leaders. To lead us. This exactly. This is what we pick. We vote for this shit over and That's over the best and of the over best. again. Absolutely, my God! <laughs> Look no this further the than the White and House, the ladies best. and gentlemen. This is unbelievable. Shit floats. Absolutely, a uh, a a principle of physics. Isn't it crazy? Oh yeah, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? Oh, it's, it's we crazy. just start doomed. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm from Zamunda. <laughs> okay, we're completely off track. Uh, so what else you I got? Have gun to talk related? About this stuff because I know. there are leaders. This is see, this is the stuff we talk about off off air. So you're getting you're now getting a treat here. This is unscripted. You shit. know. <laughs> 
we get we get so many questions about how to add guns to your permit and stuff. So we just want to say the state police and our legal counsel are very clear. Police departments do not have the authority to overrule a judge. If you have a judge-issued carry permit, only a judge can make a change to the permit. Okay? If the courts are issuing amendments, you are very lucky and in great position. A position. Qualify with the additional firearms you intend on carrying and submit it to the court for a new license if the courts are doing it. I heard Passaic's not doing it. I heard Bergen County's not doing it. I heard Ocean County is doing it. Guys and girls, this is just going to be more and more confusing. You have to bear with it. Okay? I have people that are waiting six, eight, twelve months. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Six months now they haven't gotten their carry permit yet because it went to the judges. They, 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 yeah. they applied early on. And then I have people applying now through the police department getting approved in two weeks or less yeah. in the same town. Right. Because the other, the first person, his is still up by the judge waiting for the judge to sign. They're doing two permits a day or whatever, depending on the county. Right. And the police chiefs are doing them much faster. I, I, I apologize to all of you. We did the best we could to help everybody. The game keeps changing. I know it's frustrating for you all, but um, we're going to have to get through it uh, one way or another. And now, you know, with Judge Bum's ruling, it's going to be mostly on restraining order, uh, on uh, sensitive places and everything. And then as the lawsuit progresses, it's, it's going to be a while before the Supreme Court gets it all. But we do have right to carry. As frustrating as it is, yeah. my guys in Jersey City, they still refuse to take their paperwork. They have to come in wow. May for an appointment to pick up Jersey City's paperwork. Oh. Hoboken still dragging their feet. I want to let's talk about a few here. So I got one. Hi, Anthony. Uh, mine was signed by Judge Carolyn Wright on February 6th. So I've already lost five weeks. It was checked under restrictions. By the time he got his carry permit, it was already five weeks old. Okay. Oh. Yeah, for Essex County. <laughs> he goes, the Bloomfield clerk was definitely not happy when she turned it over to me. Wow. I could see it on her face and hear it in her voice. I really wanted to say something like, wow, 232 days. This must be some kind of world record. But I did not. I wanted to say it's your fault for taking so long. You screwed up my paperwork. But I did not. I could feel her hatred, so instead of grimacing back, I just smiled as she gave me instructions. I smiled the biggest, toothiest governorship for brain smile I could muster. <laughs> my voice was so sweet. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, I will make a copy of the order and keep it with me. Oh, I can laminate it? How wonderful. This pissed her off more than anything. She was seething. It was glorious. I barely made it out the door before I burst out laughing. Ha, 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 Carl. Yep, Carl. They hate us. Yep. They hate us. Again, yep. imagine what they say and how they act about us behind, oh, yeah, behind our, our backs. backs. Ooh, yeah. Anthony, my name is Dave from Hamilton, Mercer County. I heard on your latest show that you know of 30 towns that don't want us to send out carry permits. You mentioned maybe five of those towns on your latest show. Could you take a few minutes on your next show to name all 30? But most importantly, I eat pork roll sandwiches, not Taylor ham. Bastard. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was just embellishing with 30 towns based off the, 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 the emails that I get and the complaints customers coming into the range and everything. It could be more. It could be less. But I'll start, uh, I'll start reading them off more. This, this is a funny email. Uh, good morning. My name is Ellie. First, I want to thank you for everything you do for the 2A community. I'm from Lakewood, a community predominantly Orthodox Jewish people in central Jersey. Yes, that's a thing. Really? We know that's a thing. I have the whole Orthodox community come from Passaic and Brooklyn to shoot at my range. Exactly Ellie. right. Yep. 
He goes, we have a great relationship with our PD. Traditionally, pistol permits and firearms ID cards come back very quickly. But recently, when I went to apply for a carry permit, they said it could take six months to come back. I was wondering if there's anything to do about that. Separately, just as an FYI, Judge P. Ryan, the judge who used to issue carry permits for Ocean County, has stated that you can only carry what you qualified on. Thanks again for all you do. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie, for everything. And I sent Ellie the letter that uh, Brad Hendricks made up. That letter is on the gunforhire.com website. It's what to do to expedite when when it's with the chief or so. Who to contact, uh, what 2C codes, what laws, and everything that you can reference. It's worked out very well uh, for a lot, a lot of people. Uh, hi, Anthony. So here's one for you. My buddy who lives in Jackson applied recently for his FID and carry permit. I believe Jackson took six months to get back to him. Long story short, when he was 17, he was arrested for a burglary, something in the junkyard where him and his buddy were caught stealing an auto part of some sort. Uh, never served any community service or anything like that, just restitution to the junkyard, or so he says. On his application, he answered no to all questions. Well, he, no, lied. he lied. Jackson PD called him for an interview to go over his application and arrested him on the spot. Yep. Even after explaining the situation to the officers that had he had known that this was on his record, he would have answered truthfully. He was placed in handcuffs, charged and released with a pending court date. Do you offer any advice? Yes. A, get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. B, you cannot lie on your application. Yeah. If he was arrested, the form mm-hmm. says, have you ever been arrested, charged? But be truthful. Say, see attached sheet. And right. be truthful what happened. Unless it was expunged, you have to put it. People were denied carry permits early on, sir, uh, because they forgot about a juvenile charge they had 40, right. 50 years ago. You're Talk to be a lawyer who it knows your s- stuff ahead of time. Yep, it says you are signing this under penalty... Of right. the law. Exactly. You, so, so now you, you just committed to, you a second to, uh, 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 violation of the law. It just... This is a good... I, list, I, I listened to my first Gun For Hire podcast this Friday. This is Bernie. His name is Bernard. Where I'm have you sorry, been? You Bernie. listened to the first one this Friday. We apologize. I understand the frustration... Yes, I understand the frustration resulting from dealing with officials and administrations in towns and cities who are doing many things to prevent, hinder, or slow down the process. I obtained my carry permit in early January and want to share the high level of service, courtesy, and professionalism of the Morris Plains Police Department in working with me to do so. They Mm. answered any emails and questions promptly. They walked me through the application process to ensure mine was complete. They sent the reference request out quickly and forwarded my application to the judge as soon as my packet was complete. Both ladies behind the glass were friendly and very service-oriented. When I called in to check the status of my application after 60 days and the administrating office was out on vacation, another officer got back to me with an update. When I picked up the permit, the administrating officer gave me tips and advice on proper carrying methods, followed up course, follow-up coursework, and what to do if I discharge my gun. Uh, while you may call out municipalities that make life difficult or some, let's thank those who are still there to help. Absolutely. Now that I have my carry permit, I applied for a non-resident permit in PA, submitted my application March 5th, and submitted and received an email request for another copy of supporting documentation on March 9th. And right after I uploaded the information, I received approval. I went to pick up my permit Tuesday. Bernie, Bernard. Well, that, I want to give accolades. There are a lot of uh, departments that are doing a good job. Yeah. But it's more important that I call out the, the bad ones so that we can light a fire and try to get some people to wake up. Uh, because it's not right the way we're being treated. Again, like I said it before, federal, state, county, local, 
you know we're just like fodder you know we're just we just pay the the taxes you know yep. and uh right. shut up and and do your You're thing right. and shut uh, up and pay I'm your not taxes happy about it. and sit down you know yeah we're not going to sue the good so, ones yeah you know sandy ton of new classes coming up we posted a gun cleaning class on our site which oh, the first nice. one sold out uh, yeah, it's a clinic. And then another one uh, is uh, we have an urban stun gun and an urban mace class. Sandy, lipstick bodyguards, I need a ton. I know they are having, uh, still uh, having sourcing issues. Okay, you're pissing me off. I can't. I can, uh, you know. But we, we have a, my, my team that. has a bunch of new classes. <laughs> I got the, I'll tell you what, my, my gun store, we now have, uh, we now have Benelli's, tons of Benelli's oh, in nice. the store. Tons of SIGs in the store. And uh, um, we have Canix, obviously, Shadow Systems. And in a week or two, we have 50 Staccatos coming in. That's our initial order, 50 Staccatos. I do not know what models. I do not know how much. Leave me alone. When they come in, we will post it. You can come into the store, and all of you can buy them. I love you all. I, I Believe me, I love you all. Uh, but we have 50 Staccatos coming in. That's the hot thing right now, Sandy. Everybody oh, is that the thing? Yeah, staccato. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. We just applied uh, to be a Beretta master dealer as well. Uh, we had some difficulty getting Benelli's in, Sandy, uh, because of uh, other rain, other stores and stuff that sell them. So, uh, you know, we host the Italian police here every year. Yes, you do. Yes, that's so, right. Yeah, so, yeah, so I went National direct police? to the motherland. Direct. I went with direct <laughs> to the motherland in Italy and direct to the source, and now we are getting a steady stream of Benelli's in. <laughs> I cut, I cut uh, three layers out. Yes, you did. <laughs> I cut three layers out that's because great. that's how I play. Right. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. Isn't that great? I always yeah, looked forward to the, the, like uh, the, the uh, police officers coming in from Italy. Yeah, every year we host them. We don't charge them anything. Yeah. The International Police Society comes in, and we host the Italian police here, like as you know, are like our sister range. Although they're a legitimate police department, we don't have like the Keystone cops in like Nork would have had. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Nork hosts the Keystone <laughs> cops and the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> and the uh, the the what was it? The King of uh, what 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 the Zamunda Zamunda Zamunda. <laughs> That was Kalisa or something like that. But yes, I'm going to be the king of Zamunda. I'm going to come in wearing a live giraffe around my neck. <laughs> so our store is... Any closing notes? We got Charlie bars in our store. We got fire extinguishers. We got fire blankets. We got core belts. We got holsters. Come on down. Say hello. Support those who support you, bitches. <laughs> And Rich Kiones, Rich Kiones, please support Plush Dolls, Jayla's Bunnies, J-A-Y-L-A-S-B-U-N-N-I-E-S.org, Jayla'sBunnies.org. Please send some plushes for the kids. He lost his daughter. Oh, my God. Godspeed the strength that man has. Him and Ainsley Reynolds. God bless them. Jayla'sBunnies.org. Well, Bernie, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good you hour did. listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Kenneth Media production. The music using this broadcast the King of is approved by the King of Zamunda. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer, Anthony Colandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Uh, please remember Anthony's book, uh, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available everywhere good books are sold. 
including the Republic of Kalisa, from what I hear, from the shadows of the New York City skylines and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. <laughs>